0: Do you have that one piece of clothing you keep going back to no matter how full your closet is? Having a versatile, high-quality favorite feels great, but having a whole closet full of them feels even better. American Giant puts the quality, durability, and comfort they're famous for into everything you need for your spring days, from premium t-shirts and jeans to lightweight French terry joggers and their legendary best hoodie ever. Whether you're dressing for work, the gym, or happy hour, you're sure to find your next closet go-to from American Giant. And it's all made in America and designed to last a lifetime. Get 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's American-Giant.com, code staple L E two zero.
2: Real quick before we start the show, just wanted to let you guys know you can get the show two days early by joining our Patreon. Even for a buck, you can listen to the show two days early. Go to Patreon.com slash Analog Talk, and we got a bunch of stuff over there. Check it out, and uh, yeah, enjoy the episode.
3: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Analog Talk, a film photography podcast. I'm your host, Chris. I'm Tim. And today's guest, we have Han from Restore from Backup. Hey, Han. Hey. Hi. So we're excited to chat. Before yes. we get into all the fun stuff, can you introduce yourself to our listeners and give a background on yourself and how you get into photography? Yeah, sure. First and foremost, thank you so
0: much for the invite. Uh, <laughs> the pleasure's ours. No, no way. Yeah, so I guess um, I'm Han. I am one of the three curators over at Restore From Backup. And my start in film was only like maybe a year ago, maybe, maybe a year and some change. I started with like, you know a six megapixel point and
1: shoot
0: (laughs) something or another. I don't know. In um, middle school, I want to say, I was -hmm. was always carrying some kind of camera around with me. And like, just, I don't know. It was mainly for... My Tumblr or my Zanga or whatever was my Zanga. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I was like, I, I have to get pictures for my blog every day. That's so important. And you know, they're like, like the dumbest things. Just looking back and like, it's, dumbest, <laughs> yeah. it's like, uh, here's my um, adolescence. Yeah, like, like I don't know, just sad, pathetic, emo stuff that I thought <laughs> was so important when I was 13. Um, but yeah, I mean, it kind of uh, went off from there. I think after that, my dad got me like a D50 or a D set I don't even remember in high school and for the longest time, I you know people were like, oh, you're part of the yearbook club, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, I just, I'm just i just one of those people that carry a cast camera around with me, you know? Never did any like cool skateboarding or like band shooting stuff that I know, Timothy, you do. <laughs> uh, but I mean, that was really cool. I, I always wanted to, but I wasn't punk rock enough or cool enough, I guess, for that stuff. But yeah, I it was digital all until last year. And um, I have to credit my friends, um, James, and, you know, the guys that I hang out with back at home back in LA, they were riding that wave for, you know, a couple years before me. And when I hopped on it, I was like, holy crap, that digital, this is way too exciting. You know, everything is like, the learning curve is just so, so steep. And it was like a newfound appreciation for photography, for sure. And yeah, I mean, after that, Jason and Zach from Restore
3: asked me to join and- I was like, heck yeah.
2: That's so cool.
3: Yeah. So how long has Restore from Backup been around? Because I got keen to it not too long ago. Yeah.
0: I think we just celebrated like our one year. Nice. Whatever, you know, like a couple months ago, Jason and Zach were doing it a handful of months before they asked me to come on and it was originally Jason's thing and then I think he and Zach because they're so close uh in proximity to, to each other and they knew each other just from the film community online yeah they they started all that stuff and maybe they need like a a woman's touch or something so <laughs> 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 they asked me to have on. um yeah but the community has grown so much like we're were specifically and and I I know like without without them like I wouldn't have know met half the people
3: that I know now and it's it's so cool that's the 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 best thing about the community I think is like every pocket you know we're all like expanding and becoming like this like just it's it's an amazing it's amazing thing and I have been like really getting into your guys's community I posted something in your Facebook today and I was just like man this is I just it makes me all warm and fuzzy you know I I, I know I we talk about it all the time on the show like the film photography community but I really think it it really is (laughs) an awesome place so, yeah, and I don't know if it's like just
0: being so immersed in film culture now, but like I'm walking around San Francisco and like Oakland and wherever else, you know, and like I see people with film cameras.
1: Mm-hmm. Like,
0: yep. I don't know if it's, you know, one of those things where like if you're looking for it, you'll see it. But I, I don't know. I think it's a testament to like how film is on the up and up and we're, we're going to bring it all back. It might
3: be a little bit of both. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> it is pretty crazy because I finally broke down and downloaded TikTok. <laughs> like a couple of days ago, I'm I'm really embarrassed to say this right now, but it, it's crazy because I was like, you know, I I try to do YouTube. We have this podcast. Like, I love sharing stuff on instagram and i'm like i wonder what tiktok has to offer because i'm bored too i mean i've been stuck in mm-hmm. quarantine for months now and like so i i started looking on there and there's like teenagers like kids like little kids just like shooting film like doing one minute videos on this is how you develop color film and it's like they narrate no through way. it. it's just like yeah it, it's wild it's just like it's really come a long way since i remember picking up my first beater camera from goodwill you know and mm-hmm having no idea what I was doing. And because, you know, I I shot film in high school and stuff like that, but that's what we had. So I i i didn't really look at it like i look at it now you know like there's definitely like a creative canvas that comes along with shooting film that is so much more personal than digital but it's just wild to see the growth and i couldn't be happier because just i remember when we even when we started this podcast chris we were like we don't want film to die like we're watching like kodak dropping stocks we're watching companies shutting down and all we need now is just camera companies to start right. coming up again. Like people being like, Oh yeah, you guys like the T2 and you're spending like a thousand dollars on a camera that's going to break in a month. You know, like here's what we came up with. You know, Yeah. Yeah. I think it's coming. I hope so. I hope so.
3: So Han, I really want to tell you, I really love your, your work. And I was same, thinking same like, I don't, I don't know how to put this, but like every, Everybody has like a certain style. How did you come to finding your style, I guess? Because your Instagram feed is like it feels like warm in summertime, like with all the all the the light is just so good. I just Yeah. Sorry, I'm not making much sense here, guys. I'm sorry. No, that's I mean, thank you
0: so much. I, I, I don't even know how to describe it. I didn't mean, I don't think I have a style. I think it's constantly changing and it, it, it is partly, you know, due to like what my friends are shooting so like we'll mm-hmm. go mm-hmm. out and you know right now everybody's into vintage cars and yeah you know, <laughs> yep. like old old buildings right so all right sure you know i'm i'm there everything looks good i'll shoot it too so I, I guess in that sense like i don't really have a style yet or or a focus on what i like to shoot but these things look good to me so mm. you know i'm shooting them but yeah i've gotten really really into just shooting exclusively during golden or blue hour yeah yeah and like yeah i'm like the freaking tones man mm-hmm. yeah like <laughs> tones <laughs> it blows me away i mean i didn't believe it at first right because i'm like eh, you know whatever like i'll I'll have Portra 400 compensate for it because it's already so, you know, Estelle and whatever, but, but no, like shooting at the right time of day, it just changes everything entirely. Yeah. And I think for the most part though, if I, if I were to have the style, it would, it would tie directly to music only because like when I'm shooting, like I always have like a song that I think would fit what I'm looking at. So I I hope it like resonates with the pictures.
2: So yeah, dude, yeah, I definitely get that vibe. I get that vibe.
0: Mm-hmm. And you're exclusively
3: shooting medium format for the most part. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I love the the Mamiya RZ, and I have a Pentax Six Seven Two as well. Um, and I just. Like have newfound appreciation for my Mamiya Seven. So yeah, most most of the time it's it's medium format. But since I got my pack on scanner, I'm I'm actually really really enjoying um, 35 mil because I hated scanning or like developing it and then scanning it on a
3: flatbed.
2: That's oh, the worst. Yeah.
3: Terrible, right? And it'll mm-hmm. take forever. But yeah, the pack ons nice. So you're de- developing and scanning all your work? Yeah. I didn't know that.
0: Yeah, just color though. Um, and then I send everything that is black and white to Dave Rollins.
3: It's usually the opposite. People usually develop only their black I was just and white, gonna say <laughs> and that, they send yeah. their color off to a lab. That's crazy. I mean, black and white seems so scary to me. Like, I don't know. Really? I- I don't think
0: I would do it justice. And like Timothy, like you shoot exclusively black and white. Mm -hmm.
2: But that's how I feel about color, too. Like every time I'm, you know, loading my tank with a couple rolls of C41, I'm just like, this isn't going to look right. But I'm going to do it anyway, because that's how I am.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I can't. Yeah, I don't know. It's hard to explain. But I think there was an episode where... I forget who it was but like you guys were talking about like you know how you see the world and so like, mm-hmm. like chris like you you shoot mostly in color as well so like i think we see it mostly as something that is vibrant and whatever and timothy um you're exclusively black and white right
2: obsessed yeah
1: yeah
0: <laughs> it's hard to to translate it the other you know like with the other median or whatever it is and like i don't know like i try to load my cameras up with black and white to force myself to shoot it mm-hmm. but when i'm shooting i'm like dude that would look so good on yeah <laughs> or something so it's like it's hard it's really
3: hard I-, yeah. and I-, I can't tell you how many times i've been like walking with a roll of black and white and been like walked by like a red door or car or something i <laughs> been like damn it this is why i don't do this
2: that's <laughs> when it happens yep
0: <laughs> i mean yeah i mean i commend everybody who who shoots in black and white and was able to to do it really well because it's hard. hard. Mm -hmm.
2: I just get so jealous of of color shooters. Your work, uh, Zach Parks, like his eye for you know the, the the light that goes through his photos I'm just always like what the how I mean and then I try to do that and it's just like blown out <laughs> <laughs> nasty looking like I'm just like man I, I just don't have the like I can play with light when it comes to black and white because you only have a handful of shades that you need to work with with black and white so I feel like it's almost cheating in a way like I my true no pun intended, color show, like when I shoot color, it's like I very rarely get what I'm looking for. I'm just like, well, I need to underexpose it because then, you know, the highlights will have, reta- you know, and it's just always like then it's muddy and it's, I, I just, I need more practice with color. And I think that's, I mean, I started loading a color roll in my second i carry two bodies now and it's like my second body's just designated because i promised when i got the m7 to myself i was like i'm never gonna load a color roll into this camera like i swear on my life and like a week after getting it i was already like "Uh, portrait 400 i can hear you (laughs) (laughs) and i'm like looking at my stop stop (laughs) so i had to get another like 35 millimeter body to carry around just for color
3: That's what I need to start I need to start doing. I should just take two bodies, one with black and white, one with color. Yeah.
1: yeah just just the, to
3: like maybe even take the same scene and yeah, and, and like yeah. to see which one, you know, I will I'll enjoy more after the fact. Yeah, I think that's a really good idea. Probably do that too. <laughs> I
0: say that. So, that's not gonna happen though.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're like really making a point, like, okay, I'm gonna do a video on it, so I have to do it. Right. <laughs> So what are, what are the, some of the future plans for Restore from Backup? Anything, you guys have anything on the horizon? Yeah, I think, I think what we're working on now is trying to be
0: more inclusive. Cause yeah, it was kind of like really hard love that some of our followers threw back at us during this mm. you know, Black mm. Lives Matter movement and stuff where people thought that maybe we were, I don't know, exclusively just featuring like white cis male photographers um, right. and, and we definitely were not trying to do that, but we, we weren't cognizant enough to, I guess, look outside of that. Um, and it was more like, oh, we're just going to go along with whatever people were hashtagging us under that that we liked without looking mm-hmm. like who, right, doing what and being more representative. So definitely that's on the forefront to showcase more like, you know, black, indigenous and people of color's work, um, regardless of whether or not they're using usually- they're using our hashtag mm. but I know that once COVID is over I would love to do like a restore from backup and like whatever other curating you know accounts are up here in the bay area like do some kind of meet or collaboration yes just get people out of the house because you know we're all dying to get out and shoot so ready just do like, like a beers
3: and camera thing yeah
0: maybe like without the beers and camera thing yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> So you guys haven't haven't done that yet, huh? Had a had a meetup. That's nope. a gr- really great idea. I know we're all missing the the meetups. Yeah, because you guys, you guys do have beers in camera, like in San Diego, right? Mm-hmm. There's one in San Diego. There's one in LA too. Actually, um, I don't think there's one by you yet, huh, Timothy?
2: No, we. There were in the talks, but this all happened. You know, yeah. 2020 happened, so we kind of just. I haven't heard any peeps since then. <laughs> I think bars are are shut down again too. Here, like they were open for a month, and now they're all shut down again. So,
0: right. Timothy, you're on the East Coast, right?
2: I'm no, I'm in Nashville. I'm originally from. Pennsylvania but I've been living in Nashville for the last wow it'll be eight years this year that I've been here that just seems crazy to think anyway but yeah I still feel like I'm in the east coast and then I like walk down the street and I just see myself shaking my head all the time because I'm in the south Uh, but uh (laughs) but it's great I love it here you know the arts are really thriving in Nashville Nashville's really grown in the last couple years well at least since I've been here you know there's still there's still the The closed-mindedness that really sucks about living in an area like this, but there's also... Everybody from California is moving here because it's cheaper and... They're doing TV production here, and they're you know it's it's really growing. The music industry is not just country anymore, right. and it's uh it's pretty cool. You know, it's pretty cool to live. I think like six blocks away from Haley Williams, but other than that, like it's, <laughs> I don't know if she lives there anymore. I I heard that she sold her house and moved, but it was cool because I mean you'd see like Johnny Depp. I I saw Johnny Depp walking down our main street holding his naked baby one time, and I was just like. <laughs> I've made it. Like, I made it. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, yeah.
3: Yeah, Nashville's got a pretty decent film photography community as well. Yeah,
2: I mean, Joe Greer just moved here. There's a bunch of people that I didn't even know lived here live here. And, Mm -hmm. you know, definitely need to make something happen with all that once once the dust settles of COVID, which I don't know if it ever will. But, you know.
3: (sighs) All the things are (laughs) brought. I'm like, don't say (laughs) that. So have you guys also done a zine? Or is that something you guys are cool? I thought I saw something. I wasn't sure. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, we we put together um, a community-based zine where people were just submitting their work. And then I think we narrowed it down to like 50 submissions or 50. We took 50 submissions and then... We put together a zine. That must have been hard. It was so okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Take <laughs> us through that process. Like a thousand or whatever it was submissions, right? And we're asking for multiple pictures per email or whatever it is they're Dropboxing us. So we're going through like three to 10 pictures per person, and we're getting like a thousand or so of these email submissions. And they're all so good. It's just so hard. And we were trying really hard to not stick with one theme. Um mm. because we want we want it to like you know kind of be again more inclusive of like other people's tastes, but also if you weren't really in the film the film community but like happened to see your friend looking at this book and something like appealed to you, that would be awesome too right so it was like it was it was going into it thinking like that, and so I think like, I feel like I was like picking things that kind of were consistent with the theme and they were like, Hey, let's try this or like, let's (laughs) "Let's add add this. And I was like, yeah, man, that's fine. That's, that's good. (laughs) But we're really proud of what, you know, we produced and the people that, that um, got chosen this time around. Um, And the zine like sold out so quick. I think we even did like two releases of it. And
1: I yeah, I want yeah. like
0: 100 batch or whatever. And then I think like all of or each of us, me, Jason and Zach gave away like two or three of them um, for, for, you know, um, like prizes or just to people who weren't able to pick it up for whatever reason. So that was really fun. And then we were talking about, you know, doing a second one are uh, starting the submission process like at the end of this year so we could produce something maybe mid 2020 mm. but yeah I know times are kind of tough for everybody so we don't want to be in a position where we release something for like 20-25 dollars and people who do want it can't afford it right uh, yeah so we'll just hold off and see how that goes
2: so is that is that like the goal do you think you guys will try to do one a year or would you like to up the ante on that once, once things kind of uh, loosen up a little
0: <laughs> so Zach was the one that put it all together um,
2: oh
1: so I could see I mean, that if
0: it was, yeah right if it was like, <laughs> we'll do three a year what, what the heck why not right oh but, man. Hey, he's probably like no no we won't yeah like. <laughs> so, <laughs> he's like no I, I like he he designed it you know he was like the graphic designer for everything and yeah he, he definitely took the lead on all of that so that was really cool but I think one one a year is a good starting point yeah You know, for like, sure. you know if you talk to Jason like he has ideas like every minute popping off with ideas and we're just like, hold on, we got to like do, we got to just finish something first and then let's try. Yeah. another one. But I mean, you know, he, he created the website, the Restore for Backup website and that's awesome. Um, so I think like maybe that is what we'll focus on before we move on to the next thing because we're doing like monthly, I guess like guests, well not guests, but like spot artists. Mm. So like we'll we'll pick um, an artist that we want to showcase uh, their work for the month and like highlight them and then as an aside from that we are picking like our favorite photo that we featured every month as well so like in the month of june you know the hundred whatever pictures that we have featured in the month of june we'll pick the one that just stood out to all of us
3: i love that i love that because it's not wow. it's not it's not just like highlighting every day or like making sure you highlight every day it's like this is for the month like yeah, just like, you know, leveling it up a little bit, I guess. Yeah, exactly. That's a that's a good
2: way to put it. <laughs> See, I love I love that aspect cuz there's nothing better than when an Instagram account that you follow features your work. Mm-hmm. Like you're just like, yeah. I I did it. Yeah. I did it, mom. <laughs> look.
3: <laughs> exactly.
2: <laughs> so, I I just I I would I really want to get more involved. I just wish I wasn't so like stubborn with Instagram. I'm just like I I go through these love and hate relationships with it where I'm like, it's such a great Platform And then I'm like, man, it's sucking my life away. And then I'm just like, oh, but I love it. That's why I I was like,
3: you joined TikTok?
2: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But see, the good thing about TikTok is, I mean, just like Instagram, you kind of just like drone through all stuff. And it's kind of a bummer when you do that with Instagram, because there is so much good work. And and imagine seeing some of that, you know, 16 by 20 prints on a wall or something like 20, you know, like, I would love to see some of that stuff because it doesn't get nearly as much credit as it deserves tiktok is like literally cat videos and people (laughs) dancing to the same song over and over again like it's it's kind of you don't need to think you know with that and i and i always feel so guilty on instagram being like wow that's such a great picture i double tap it i write down like three fire emojis and a thumbs up Uh and then it's like i never think about that photo again and it i feel so like i said just guilty about it and that's why i wish we've we've been talking for years about doing something like you guys did Mm -hmm. with the zine and i have probably 75 little moleskin notebooks that have like zine ideas my notes app on my phone is filled up with like things i want to do with the community and this podcast and stuff it's just a matter of taking that step forward and just kind of like going in and doing it cuz i mean that's the only way you get something done is by doing it so just hearing you say that that you know i could see how picking like a theme for the zine could be so daunting it's like you know plastic grocery bags and every 50 <laughs> photos of plastic grocery bags or old cars or something like you can get so much more out of just broader idea of thing. i'm just sorry i'm kind of writing notes again in my brain right now <laughs> of what i what i want to do with this
3: yeah so how what's next for your work do you have anything no, I was just gonna ask that. yeah what's what's on the horizon for you i mean it's
0: it's cool looking at everybody like you know in, in the interim of covid like producing all of these bodies of work like i, yeah. I can't tell you how many zines i've purchased mm-hmm.
3: last, it's <laughs> been photo books for me yeah,
0: yeah yeah it's it's i mean it's a great way to pass time because god knows i'm like horizontal on my couch like 90 percent of the time <laughs> so, um yes I, it's it's awesome um so i'm getting really inspired by that I just Mm. don't I, I can't say I'm like entirely proud of my work enough that I would like you know put something out and then charge people for but I've been like toying with something that's kind of kind of like a little a little morbid but like my partner was talking about how like hey wouldn't it be funny if like you know we we drove by roadkill and and we just like put get well so get well oh, soon sign you know, oh wow wait a minute <laughs> wait a minute yeah. so um, it's gonna be like super macabre or whatever but I-, I think that's what i i would like to do look for it in 2020 or start- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> maybe 2022 but yeah that and hopefully getting a website up it's it's so daunting I don't know like how people are so good with social media and like Mm -hmm. advertising themselves in their work but it's just
3: when I think about it I'm like I don't want to do this (laughs) yeah it's like two it's a two-part job I think it's like shooting especially if you're doing it professionally Mm -hmm. it's like one can't exist without the other in some cases you know like when I was shooting weddings it was like you had to blog and share the photos and (sighs) really do the work so you can keep working basically right but luckily for me I always enjoyed that stuff so like I could do it on my own when it's not for you know to advance the business or anything like oh I shot like went to the beach here are the photos just because I like you know blogging is something I really miss I talked about this on the show I I am trying to bring back a blog but it always gets neglected still but so down for that <laughs> <laughs> Maybe someday. But that's what Soon, I love. Like, I
0: really, really enjoy blogs because, um, mm-hmm. you know, like you're you're getting a, a peep into people's lives. But then it's kind of maybe a behind the scenes mm-hmm. thing, too. Like what their workflow is or like what they're not posting. Like it's more personal stuff. And yeah, I love that. I love that stuff.
2: I've had the same like stuff on my website. I haven't revamped it in so long. But I remember when I like hit the, per- the go or the upload button to my website stuff, I was so like, this is really cool. Like I get to put a bunch of stuff up and yeah. it's mine. Like I don't have to like fight for attention. Like if somebody wants to come and look at my stuff and see some stuff that I don't share, cause I don't really share that much on Instagram and mm-hmm. I share more on my stories. I, you know, uh, former guest, it was a perfect example today while I was just kind of chilling after lunch and waiting for all this to happen today. I saw on his Instagram stories, he was just like, this is my sixth month anniversary of not posting anything on Instagram. This was my last post because I, I just lost the inspiration of he's like, you know, Instagram's not catering to photographers and stuff anymore. As you can tell, cause it's mm-hmm. like with stories when they release stories, now it's like Snapchat and it's, it's, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's so weird, but that kind of makes me feel, I feel the same, but I have no problem, which I, haven't updated my website for so long. Like, I think the last update was like my office tour video in 2017 or something, but it's, uh, <laughs> I, I always, you should see how many drafts I have where I'm, you know, I get that little jolt of inspiration and I start writing about the deer photo that I made. I made like a roadkill photo. There was a dead deer mm-hmm. along the side of the road and I, and I almost didn't get the photo that I took. And I, I want to tell that story so bad because it's when we're excited, when we're out shooting, we're just like, bah, 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 like taking so yeah. many photos and being like, yeah, this is amazing. And you don't stop to actually think about, oh, wow, the sun's just blaring out this entire photo. But I, you know, like, I just, I, I really need to tell that story. And I have that opportunity with this website that's gathering, you know, digital dust on it right now. <laughs> <laughs> <Digital>. <laughs> Man, it's just, yeah, I get that. I get and, and like, just the stuff that shooting during COVID has made me look at stuff that I shot in the past that I never did anything with that was just like, this is a a fair, like the county fair project that I've been working on since I, I go every year. I go for like either three to five days of the county fair every year. I have a couple thousand photos shot on, you know, tri that I love those photos. And now I'm finally being forced to collate you know that work and maybe figure out something and maybe even go to them like send them an email like send them 10 of my best shots of the fair and being like Mm -hmm. hey next year like give me exclusive if you guys even have the fair because of this thing like give me like a pass that lets me go behind the scenes of the fair like there's just like maybe take stuff that you were working on that you didn't realize was a project until now I just keep promoting like going back and looking at your old stuff Mm -hmm. because i mean i know chris you're not shooting much like what you shot one roll film since the covid or something started like yeah you know it's there's other things we can do with what we love i feel like kind of
3: that's that's very true and when you were talking about that it kind of made me think like all the people who shoot and don't share Mm. You know? Like Vivian Mayer, who- yeah, right? never
2: shared anything.
3: I adore. And I, and, the, and the most fascinating thing about her story is she was creating this phenomenal work, not even just like whatever, like incredible work. Yeah. And then she was like putting it in the closet, like, what? <laughs> you know, we're struggling over here. Like, is this good enough for Instagram? Like, yeah. you know, like, it's just- Ah, it's so crazy. It's just crazy to even think about, like, where, where everybody is in that creative, like, I don't even know, space. Timothy, you always say you enjoy, like, the photography part, the taking the photo. Mm-hmm. Some people love, like, the sharing and the, and the creating. Like, it's just, it's, you know, I'm rambling again, but, like, to think about, like, sharing our work is part of it. And we have all these outlets to share, but then it's like, well, where, like, I don't know. I, printing your work, we talk about that oh, all the it's time. So good. Doing the zines, like, just i don't know sorry i'm all like <laughs> it's all over the
0: place yeah like what i mean like what works for you isn't going to work for somebody else right? Yeah. right like you said like what process you enjoy isn't going to be the same process i like and i think that's what's really cool about it all but yeah i don't know i don't know it's sometimes like you know what you guys are saying like social media just gets really daunting too mm-hmm. and yeah most days like i would rather just shoot for myself and like look back and be like That's legit. All right. Now I'm going to put it away or like maybe I'll print out one or two frames that I liked most from the role and I call it mine. Right. And not have to share with anybody. But I don't know. I don't know. There's also like, I don't know, maybe we're like caught up in, in getting validation. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's 100%. What is, yeah.
2: Yeah. It beats me up. Like yeah. it's, it's crazy. Like my thoughts when I post a photo, the first thing I think of is if this gets a hundred likes, I'm not going to delete it. If it's so disgusting. I hate myself for it because <laughs> I'm the dude that's always like, dude, Instagram, it's, it's the devil, you know? And then I'm just yeah. like, okay, it hit a hundred likes. I can chill. I can put my phone down and it's that validated that. And like, I cannot believe I feel that way. Like that's. Mm-hmm. I just, like, had a confession moment on the show right there. <laughs> it feels good to let that go. Go, demon. Go. But um, it's wild how social media makes you feel. Like, ugh. Yeah. Uh.
3: But I think the social media, especially, like, what you guys are doing, Han, like, I love.
2: Oh, 100%. Fr- yes.
3: Photography. This is how I know that, it, like, that's this is my, like, one true love is, like not only do I love shooting and creating my own work, I just will pour over people's work obsessively. You know, like my stack of photo books has gotten so big recently. And I'm just like every day, like, ah, these images were so good. Like these people were doing these amazing things, whatever decade it was, you know what I mean? And what you guys are doing, I really love because it's like, again, getting to showcase people, I think is the most important part of our community yeah. too, is like, and I love that you guys are now being more inclusive and we're trying to do that obviously too. And I just think it's wonderful.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's really great that everybody's like, well, number one, like what we're always talking about, community, 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 mm-hmm. you just don't get it unless you're in it. And it's yeah. so crazy. Cause like, I didn't know this thing existed like a year ago, but now, now here I am. And I feel like there's just so many people around me. Even if they're like countries away or whatever, but like that's just how cool it is, and that's how I don't know, like cohesive, I guess, like co- film film is or whatever. I don't know. It's it's so cool. Like it blows my mind, and I like I love having or being a part of something that builds people up. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Especially like if it's something that they you know are so passionate about, and it's also really cool because then you're getting like so many people shooting for different reasons, right? Like, Chris, you do, um like, commercial work, but then you're also doing it as a hobby, right? Mm-hmm. And like, yeah. like I'm purely a hobbyist, too. But like, there are people who are like doing it professionally, or people who are just doing it for the first time. And like, we're all in this sphere together. And it's like, you know, you could get featured one day, and you've had like 15 years of experience. But then the next day, we could feature somebody who just yeah. wow. camera. So like. It's so cool. It's rest. That's cool. the best. Who came up with the name Restore from Backup? Jason. It it's was like it's a good name. Anime game. I think he he was talking about like
3: <laughs> something with <the> rockets. <laughs> I don't know. And he was like, yeah, "Yeah, Restore from backup. That's great." Wow. I love it. And the and the your logo is so cool. Like everything's so clean, and like the website's great. It's all Jason you guys are. Thank you. Doing good stuff over there. Yeah. Yeah, I think so.
0: I mean, that was improvement, but. But, yeah. yeah
2: we're fine. <laughs> With uh, back to back to your stuff, your photography. I I know you were saying about the the roadkill project, which is awesome because I'm I'm that guy too. Like I stop and always have to. It, it's gross and stinky and it's terrible because I'm like I can't even kill like an ant. I was talking to my mom about this yeah. the other day. We we're like, yeah, our hummingbird feeder's leaking. You know, sugary water everywhere, and they're
0: at Parker. Our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place
3: These ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at hero.co.
2: It's just ants, and I don't know what to do because I, you know, I can't kill them. She's like, just they're ants. And I'm like, I can't, like, they have a heart. Like, I can't, you know, like, I just, I can't do it. But like, I get that. But other than that kind of stuff, what, what, like, what has COVID done? To your photography like what's what have you been up to like what how did you make it through how are you making I was gonna say how did you make it through this joking but yeah but uh how are yeah. <laughs> how are you making it through this right now with with everything that's going on
0: yeah I don't know it's it's been rough like when this this all happened you know we were we were like ramping up our is it called like Instagram live or something right yeah, yeah. That's your feature and stuff yeah so we were like you know we had people Booked. I'm doing air quotes. Booked to um, be on our Instagram live that we would interview, like kind of like a podcast without a podcast. Mm. And they were like, you know, our favorite photographers or just our, our buddies that we talk to on the daily. Some in- or some YouTubers. So like that was all in the works. And then again, you know, the Black Lives movement happened and it was like, whoa, let's just take a pause on all of that. And then like, I think I just got really depressed with COVID and with all of that happening. And I was like, Jason, I'm just, I can't, I can't right now. So like I went kind of radio silent on my account. I went quiet for a while just to kind of work on my mental health and my emotional health because it was just so, so depleted. And yeah, there was a lot of just like doing nothing, reading, like everything but photography. Yeah. Like step way, way back um, so that when I did eventually come back, I would say like maybe a month after, it was it was like new. Everything was exciting again. Like I'd, I'd scrolled through my feed and it would just be like thousands and thousands and thousands of pictures that I didn't see because I was away from it all. So there was like newfound appreciation for all that. And I think because people were still making work with – you know, the little that they they had to work with, that definitely inspired me. So what did I do? I like, I went around and I was just taking pictures of my partner and like, you know, household items. Again, these things were just for myself. But then we started doing like more evening walks after dinner, just mm-hmm. so we weren't cooped up all the time. We were wearing masks because everybody should be wearing masks. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. And so, that that helped too because I'm like okay I want to go at least once a week you know to take pictures now because I'm excited for that again and then we did that and then that ramped up to like two times a week and then like now with the relaxing of the health orders and stuff in Mm -hmm. San Francisco County and Alameda County where I'm living we're doing more like photo walks with like really really small groups of people so that's helped a lot too and it's like you know people that that have their own projects too. So I'm like being immersed in that Ooh. and it's just it's just a good I don't know like like I'm saying it's just a good group and a good community to be a part of because like they will pull you out of whatever yes. state that you're in, right? Um yes. and you can even reach out to people and be like, dude, I feel this way. I don't know you. I've never seen your face because like, you live in Spain or whatever. But like we talk daily and like this is how I feel. And they'll be like, me too. Listen, yeah. this is what I'm doing and maybe you could try this and blah blah. It's it just helped a lot to like yeah, to see everybody else be inspired so that it could re inspire me, I guess.
2: Yeah, that's so good. Love that. And it's so it's so true. Like there's so many message threads going on, like in my Instagram of people that I'll probably never meet. You know what I mean? They live in mm-hmm like New Zealand, I talk to a dude that's in New Zealand all the time and and, uh, just about stupid stuff, you know, 35 millimeter, it started with 35 millimeter lenses, you know what I mean? It's just like, oh, wow. So, (laughs) you know, what, how does that render it? You know, and then it's just like, oh, dude, I shot these cats today or like, you know, it's just so (laughs) crazy, like how connected everything is. And I didn't really take a break, which is crazy, because I got that, I got that my Leica M7, like right, when the shit hit the fan with COVID. Mm -hmm. And I've been you know, doing solo walks, shooting the same stuff that I always shoot too, you know, like I, but I've been, I don't know, I feel like the COVID fairy like tapped me with her little magic wand and was like, <laughs> see this stuff differently or give your chance to go at a yeah. different angle or take your Polaroid instead of shooting the same thing you always shoot or I don't know, I just I get asked all the time on my Instagram of like how I'm still going out and shooting things during this time. And you know, I really mm-hmm. wish I was shooting people. Chris, we were Talking about this before we started, that it's just like, I want to shoot people. Like, I really, I'm not much of a portrait guy to begin with, but I was watching like one of my old YouTube videos that I made of shooting with this contortionist. And I was like, that happened. And we had so much fun. And I made some of like my favorite photos that I've ever made like that day. And like, I want that feeling again. I mean, I guess if it's done responsibly and it's still possible. Long lens. Yeah,
3: Yeah, (laughs) I wouldn't even say that. I mean, so Han, back to your work again. You were you, you mentioned that you nope, you nope,
2: no, no more questions. No, we're done. The, <laughs> um
3: you you mentioned that you like your work goes hand in hand with music. Have you thought about shooting any concerts or or bands or gone down that road with it or is it just like the aesthetics of No,
0: I mean that would be cool. I think that would be really fun. Like in college I I worked for college and after like I think my first um, job out of college too was like shooting bands and going to like mm. you know shows and stuff, and that was always really really cool. But I was also like writing for really really small magazines and stuff oh, too. That's to cool. But yeah, that would be because I've never shot any kind of. I I would I would say it's like action, right? Like because people are moving and whatever. Like I haven't done action film stuff at all, so that. Is something that I would love to dive into, but portraitures and like shooting people is so difficult for me, Mm, Um, but I love it. Like that's something that I would love to do exclusively. Oh, cool. It's just so hard. Yeah. Like I think I said last year, like I'm going to
3: work on portraits this year and I've taken zero portraits. (laughs) Well, to be fair, we've been in the house for most of this year. So we're not counting that one against you.
0: (laughs) Just, like, the first, like, four frames of every single role that I shoot is, like, a picture of myself with the camera. Yeah, yeah. With.
2: There was this uh, one person that said that they always snap, like, a selfie, like a mirror selfie or a reflection selfie at the beginning of every role to kind of put themselves where they were with this role, mm-hmm. which is really cool. Yeah. So there's a little street mirror that, you know, you can see traffic coming. It's for turning out of a driveway. And I always do a little right at that spot just to kind of start the role. But I wanted to ask you... Saying on this music thing do you look at it more of like there's a photographer that i've followed for a really long time his name's uh joe aguirre joe aguirre and he always talks about like a lyrical narrative like he's a big fan of you know having a song in his head and going out and At least this is how I interpreted it. Joe, if if you listen to this and this isn't your interpretation of this, I'm really sorry, but that's what I got out of what you said. But he, you know, kind of works on a lyrical narrative. And I try to do that too. Like if there's a song that I'm like totally obsessed with or just really into at the moment that kind of fits the vibe and I'm like walking around and shooting, like I try to portray maybe that in the photos or use that to kind of, you know, yin and yang off of or negative positive kind of just like use it towards something do you look at it that way or was it more of like a physically shooting music and stuff like that
0: no it's it's definitely a little bit of both but i think i would veer towards you know what you're saying like yeah if it's if it's a song or like a part of the song that i'm really really into i will go out there and try to find a scene that either mirrors that Ooh, feeling yeah you know, of what I feel when I'm listening to that song or those specific lyrics, or it could be something like literal too. Like, I, I know that I was trying to do something with like, like a long time ago, like, you know, there are parts of like rap songs that you could take literally. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe not all like safer work stuff, but <laughs> I mean, I have one in mind right now, but like, yeah, I was trying to shoot those things and then like, here's the, here's the lyric. Uh, okay. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Now, now it's, it's more like, I will, I'll queue up like a playlist that I'm really feeling and I make playlists for like seasons or like time of day kind of stuff. And like, I'll put it on and then right before I'm about to go show, I'm like, all right,
3: this is how I'm feeling. Like Uh, I want these photos to mimic that. Mm. I need a link to those playlists (laughs) for some inspiration. (laughs) Hopefully it's what you're into.
2: (laughs) Now, now with that though, do you find like certain cameras and film stocks? Do you feel like They kind of Mm. work toward. like, do you know, like, when you're in a mood, what that, what the stock is that you want to use? Because I I, I know, like, Lomo 800, if I'm in a dark place, Mm -hmm. that's what I, that's what I put in my camera. Or if, if, like, I'm shooting, like, like, if it's raining and nasty and stuff, do you have any kind of solutions to that?
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't, I can't say that, you know, like, I pair my cameras or my, my film stock to, like, any of that, or, you know, have a theme for any of that stuff, because it's already so hard picking and choosing oh. you know like yes
3: what yeah tell us about it
0: right yeah like in the like really really early episodes you guys were talking about how like you're gonna go out for dinner or something with your friends and then like you show up with four cameras yep. yeah.
2: every time i so even like, got a smaller what? bag and i still shove freaking four cameras <laughs> in it i don't understand how i do it it's
0: like, this is like a 20 minute evening walk mm-hmm. right just just in the span of of shooting within golden hour. Because you know, like that that goes away real quick. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I need to bring all of my six by seven cameras. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I got like I'm like like, I don't know, double fisting like a Mamiya R Z yep. or Pentax seven, I'm,
3: I don't know. It works for me. <laughs> the big boys too. Not even yeah. like I roll with point and shoots most of the time. So are you still t4 yep that's right
2: (laughs) i wish i had that
0: dude chris so i don't i don't know if you guys saw but
1: i'm showing you
0: a picture of a t4 um i actually found this on the ground yesterday it was like this right It was shut up. Shut up. Off. It was in the bushes. I just finished parking my car. No. I'm. Yeah. Yeah. I walked to the side to see like how close I am to the sidewalk, and like this, it was facing up like this Uh. with the the back. I off, And I like, I kick it. <laughs> you know, this is a so I kick it and then like it turns over, flips over and I'm like, no. So I'm, I pick it up and I'm like, Oh my God. It's a Yashika T4. Wow. And like this, this, co- can you tell me what this thing does? This cover? Is it a filter
3: yeah. or is it like a, protector? no, it's, it's, it's just the, the,
2: like a screen, like a, like a yeah. protector. It slides okay. open and closed. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So So here's mine. It goes, Ah, and the lens will pop out okay yeah so like it it did
0: that i guess or yeah and you can see like it turns that sound everything. wow so it's- the lens is like in perfect condition. I just need to like reassemble the door, but it works.
1: Wow.
3: Some poor person probably is like, Oh, that's my T four. <laughs> I don't know where it is. Ah. No, this looked more like they got mad at the camera yes. and just like threw
0: it down and was like, Forget it. You know, <laughs> let me throw it outside of Hon's
3: house because I know that she sure, still she'll like, take it that's great if that ever happened to me at first of all i'd be like am i getting filmed is this am yeah. i getting punked <laughs> right now like <laughs> it's crazy. It's, yeah, that's man. insane well i hope you get it working it's a great camera you'll love it yeah i'm pumped i'm pumped to try it out come f- down from he- heaven right
2: <laughs> man i and i've been looking at those like crazy lately like do i want to do i want to do that or do i want to go like the contacts route like i i really love yeah. i have one of the TVS's the context tvs and absolutely love the build of that camera and it's like seriously the same exact camera minus the the lens you know yeah
3: i don't think you need to
2: i have too much going on right now i can't you know how it is
3: enjoy your life yes (laughs) you know okay i am i I really i really am
2: but uh it's just so crazy like how many opera like how many different cameras there are and just how obsessed you get with looking at them on ebay (laughs) and or facebook film photo group or whatever the heck it's called like
1: yeah
2: i just get caught in a hole and then yeah. after like 45 minutes of messaging everybody and like <laughs> just doing stuff i shouldn't be doing i'm just like i don't need that and i feel really bad because i was just like you need to hold that until monday and then i'll I'll buy it and and then i'm just like i'm sorry i was just really
3: <laughs> I was daydreaming yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, I, you know what I thought going into this? I was like, yay, COVID's going to curb, you know, like me wanting to buy any more cameras because mm-hmm. I can't mm-hmm. shoot and I'm going to save so much money. And like, I think I've, got, I've bought like three cameras. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yep. what
3: is going on? It's funny. I had a like a tweet blow up on Twitter the, the other day. I don't know if you saw it, Tim. No, but I, I like, did Should I sell, sell all my cameras? and get a Leica, oh, and everybody was like, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, ah. I was like, everybody was like, yes, no, yes, no, yes. Yeah. Like, it was like a split 50-50 of like, yes, tell everything, get a Leica, you'll love it. Or like, no, like, keep all your cameras and get a Leica separate from that. And it was just like, I didn't realize everybody is, we're all the same. Everybody's, yep. you know, feeling the same type of way. It's funny. Yeah.
2: We'll be right back with a listener question for Han right after this message from our sponsor.
3: Support for Analog Talk comes from Polaroid. Use the promo code ANALOGTALK10 on your first purchase on film at polaroid.com.
2: All right, guys, this is the part of the show where we break off and take a question from one of our listeners. Chris, this listener was at our LA meetup. I know, (laughs) it's Robert. Robert Lane, Star Lanes. He said, how do you manage being connected to a community and continuing to shoot for yourself? I like that. Yeah,
0: that's Mm -hmm. really good question. Man, Robert coming in with the the heat. <laughs> yeah. I like Robert. He's a good guy. Sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's that's I don't know. It's it's sometimes really difficult because, you know, like we were saying, you're so immersed in the community and you get, I don't know, motivated by them and inspired by them. And sometimes like for me at least, like right now, you know, what I'm shooting what I'm shooting is mostly like what my friends are shooting. And it it just I, I think it all goes hand in hand. Like I don't think unless you're doing like paid work for somebody else who Mm -hmm. have to stick to a script kind of thing. I think you're always going to be somewhat like immersed in what the community is. I don't know, like all about or like whatever the the hype is. Yeah. And, and maybe that'll like not affect, but influence what you're shooting. For me, I don't, I don't think one goes without the other. Definitely not mutually exclusive. Nice. Yeah.
2: I think it's so crazy though, like how, influential the community can be like you find yourself a perfect example is is when when the whole pacific northwest scene thing started and it was like evergreen trees with fog with a <laughs> mountain in the background like literally everybody was trying to like cop that style for the longest time and i think it's probably been said on this show and i know i've definitely heard it other places before you get your own style, you kind of have to like copy and steal from people that you, you know, respect. I think that's so huge. And I don't want to say who I was copying, because I'm sure you can figure it out if you look at my stuff. But you know, (laughs) I learned so much from that, though, like, it's such a learning, like a good teaching process to do that. So I don't know, I just wanted to kind of throw those two cents in there real quick.
0: Well, I mean, I guess just to build on that, if you're happy doing that, yeah, then that's fine, right? But if if you're doing it and you you're, what you're taking pictures of is dictated by other people's posts, like then that's probably where it right. should be like a line drawn with, like, well, am I doing it because I'm doing it for likes? or am I doing it because it makes me happy? to To be a part of what everybody else is a part of.
2: So true. Good answer. Yeah. All right. I guess we. I guess we got to give you the really hard questions that we ask at the end of the show all the time. So it's <laughs> the uh, you can only choose one desert island, one camera. What is it going to be?
0: I was thinking about this, like since you guys asked me, <laughs> I'm gonna have an answer by the time. You know. <laughs> God, that is so hard. I know. Um, Choose your you know, favorite Pentax, child. Yeah. Uh it's gonna be some kind of medium format camera. <laughs> 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 you guys are evil. Yeah. Um, I guess I guess right now <laughs> it probably is my Pentax 672. Mm. I I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean it's great, like God, the lens on that thing. 105mm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like The 90, they're so sharp. Yeah. And every single time, like, I think that maybe I either missed focus or whatever, like, framing was stupid or bad. Like, I'm proven wrong. And obviously, it's not the camera 100%, but it's at least the camera 50%. Yeah. (laughs)
2: Yeah. yeah. Man, that lens, though, it it will go down in the history books thousands of years from now that, you know, (laughs) how amazing. Because it's true, you can take a terrible shot and it's still like, that's still pretty. Like, I'm sorry. That's still a yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. shot, man. Yeah. Good, good answer.
3: I'm uh, I want to get into more large format stuff.
2: Well, yeah. Since you've been playing with an eight by ten,
3: I know I got my I got my portrait taken on eight by ten, and I've been seeing some like like four by five and eight by ten work, and I'm like, okay, this is a whole nother category of photography. Yeah. You know, you um, haven't, I'm I haven't like dived into that at all.
0: The large format.
3: You, you haven't? No, you haven't. Have you? Um, I shot 4x5 in photography school, but that was like forever ago. So I've been I've been around it a lot more lately, and I've just been like, okay, this is like my like eye-opening, you know what I mean? Yeah. And just to like, I'm like, I got to start shooting some 120 at least, you know? Because yeah. I'm always shooting 35. But yeah, anyway.
2: <laughs> Man, I'm so glad that I... At one point, I was so desperate for like a camera that I was like, I will give all my beautiful large format camera stuff away. And I'm just like, whatever Mother Earth was just like, nope, like we're going to make yeah, everything yeah, yeah, fail. Yeah. So you do not give that camera away because now I think about it and I've been doing a lot of still life stuff during COVID. And I'm just so glad because I've taken one of my favorite photos with that camera. And it's just like I always see myself retiring, shooting large format. Like, I have like a pipe yeah. in my mouth and like one of those crazy like <laughs> pioneer hats. And I'm like out in the swamp taking photos with this camera. <laughs> and uh, I'm just Glad it didn't happen. It's
3: yeah, don't sell the four nah. by five. And I
2: yeah. and I always like set it up now. So however I point to it, where I just yeah. like, yeah, I see you. I see you. We're gonna do yeah. something in the next couple days. Don't you worry.
0: Yeah, I, I gotta reach out to you about four by fives. Ooh. So I, yeah, I <laughs> got one, but I don't know anything about it. I'm like, Yeah, yeah, I'll just buy one. It's fine, yeah. and then I'll do
2: this. <laughs> That's how this I mean, mine kind of came in a trade. It was just like, hey, I had a camera for sale, and the dude was like, I'll trade you this, and I'm like Wow! Yes. Knew nothing about it and was like, oh, I, you know, you make so many mistakes until you figure out what works and stuff. It's, I I mean, you you can't beat, the last thing I'll say on that is you cannot beat Intrepid's right. Like if you want to get into it affordably and, you know, their equipment, it's, you can't build a, beat a field camera that folds down into a little box and you can just throw in a book bag and go like rail systems are always cheaper, but you know, it's. Anyway, anyway, I can go on and on forever.
3: Yeah. It's funny. I haven't thought about this in a long time. But when I mentioned I shot four five in photography school, they were like selling some for like cheap. Uh, and a friend of mine picked one up because she was like, well, it's cheap. I should just get it. And then of course, you know, that was right when digital was taking over and we were shooting weddings and stuff. She like never shot it. And, and she ended up selling it for probably really cheap. And I was like, yeah, I didn't even think like this is before like. I got bit again by film photography. So I was like, yeah, sell it. Like, what are you going to do that with that? Yeah. And what are you going to do with I'm that like, thing? <laughs> Damn it. <laughs>
2: but, that's how it goes. Yeah,
3: that's how it goes.
2: But when you get rid of a camera that you didn't think you were going to use or it wasn't important mm-hmm. or you wanted something else shiny, you know, when you do get that camera back, if that happens, like if you finally like my RB67, like I will. That thing is like in a safe locked away with a code that I don't even have the password. I mean, I really don't, but, you yeah. know, like I'm never getting rid of that camera again because I'll never forget the hole in my soul that happened when I sold that camera. Yeah. It's just but when you get it back, like when I got it back it's like, I probably shot that camera like 20 times since I got it back and it's been years, but it's such a gratifying feeling of like when you get one of your babies back and it's like, yay, like because, I don't know, yeah. I don't know where I was yeah. going with that that probably won't make the podcast, <laughs> but anyway it's... <laughs> It's time for the second half of the yes. terrible camera. Well, actually, this one's not nearly as bad as the first one, but it's our white whale cameras. Is there, is there anything out there that you haven't had a chance to shoot, that you've wanted to shoot?
0: <gasps> um,
2: We have time if you need to list like 75 of yeah,
0: them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, like it's kind of bad because my answer is no. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, mm, like, that's good, though. Yeah. That's good. I'm proud. Is it? Is so? No, I'm tell tell my partner that because she's like, you know what? You need to really stop buying like seven cameras. And I'm like, no, I don't. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. try them all. That's the thing. You don't get it. Okay? Yeah, yeah. I man, I feel like I've I've shot enough of like the point and shoots. You know, I went through like the Nikon what L35AF. Mm-hmm. I had like some weird Pentax IQ whatever. Mm-hmm. I had the XA, the XA. Two, the XA3, all of that stuff. And then <laughs> it was actually um, Chris, Chris Visor. Is that? Visser? Visser. Yeah. Christopher. <laughs> yeah. He, he and I were supposed to trade my Mamiya 7 for his M7. Uh-oh. And <laughs> that, didn't, that didn't happen. And it's funny because now we're both like, we should have just made that deal. So like we both would have saved money. Because uh... we just kept working up to it. <laughs> I went through an M4. 4 an M4 literally four M5s, <laughs> and then finally the M7, only to find out I did not like the M7. <laughs> so Really? Yeah. I'm sticking with the M5. It's the best.
3: So I've been Leica shopping, so that you're probably a good person to ask. I shot the M7 and really liked it. I also shot the M6, but I'm like, I don't know which Leica is really for me, you know?
0: Yeah, I mean, like M four I mean, too. Like, <laughs> it's it's a really nice camera. I don't get why it's expensive though. <laughs> yeah, but, I agree with that. Yeah, have a light meter, right? That's the one that. Mm-hmm. Goes, right. And it's like at least what, like twelve hundred dollars yeah. now. Yeah. But I mean, if you don't need like AE, you don't need the M seven, and right. if, you, if you don't. Want to keep worrying about like electronics failing possibly? You don't need them seven. <laughs> yeah, That's the yeah.
2: scary part that I that I'm dealing with. That, yeah. Like I'm I'm on the brink of sending mine. I want to send, I was talking to Matt Day about when he sent his M6 to Leica. I mean, I know it's going to be like a thousand dollars, but I feel like if I'm going to continue to own this camera, I, I, I should, I should send it in and get it like a full makeup and make sure the electronics are going to last and stuff. Cause that's yeah. the only scary part about the M7 is that it is electronic. Like, but
3: well, can you send it to Leica? Can they not fix? Yeah. I mean, it's not
2: going to brick. At least I don't think I, I haven't seen any horror stories about it doing that, but
3: yeah. Cause with the contacts, it's like, Oh my god that's it yeah
2: which is terrifying yeah yeah Yeah. but i think chris i think you should go with something that has a light meter i i know you've been saying the m4 lately but just walking around with since i got the m3 yesterday like it literally came in the mail yesterday i know the sunny 16 and you know like i i'm used to shooting like that too because i shot like that for years but there's just something so comforting about knowing with Right. The M7 that has a light meter and I, sh- I literally shoot an aperture priority all the time. It's so quick for that and yeah. I appreciate it for that. But um, I don't know. I think if you're going to spend the money like that, you should at least get an M6 or yeah. the M5 has a light meter, right? The
0: M5. Yeah. It's so, so nice. I think it's I so mean- pretty yeah.
2: too. Like, I- And it's different. It's, it's different.
0: Every single... Man, now I'm going to out myself and, like, everybody who's bought an M5 for me is going to hate me. But, um, <laughs> every single M5 that I've purchased has been well below $1,000. Wow. Five,
3: six
0: hundred bucks. Wow. And I just sent it in for a CLA to get the light meter to, to work because that's that's the main thing. Like, they're so faulty. And I think, like, if you have a lens attached and, like, you throw it in a bag and it gets, like, kind of moved around or, like, bumped, That'll offset the light meter too for whatever reason. Oh, interesting. That with me, yeah, three of those cameras. But it's like a CLA is like two hundred bucks. So now you're looking at like a seven hundred dollar camera. And if you wanted to resell it, trust me, you could easily right, oh, resell right right, like right, right, thousand dollars. You know, but it's so I, I feel like in my hands, it's it's more comfortable. It is a lot bigger than like an M6 or even an M7. Um, but like the dial is also bigger, so it's 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 more accessible. Yeah, it's I easy. like that you
2: can do like the trigger finger with the shutter speed. That's that's mm. important because that's how my Bessa was. My I could quickly change my shutter speed with the Bessa yeah. with one finger.
0: Right. Yeah, I like the M5. I mean, maybe all I right. Try that out first
3: and do some research.
2: That's yeah. cool because I was before I got the M3. I was just like, do I want to try to trade for an M5? Like, is there anybody out there with cuz I got rid of my Pentax for the M3. I don't want everybody to think that I'm just like dropping thousands and thousands of dollars <laughs> out there like I I try to be as trady and thrifty as possible. If I can trade yeah. up or down, you know, like that's that's cool. Like I'm I'm totally down with that. Baseball cards as a little kid all over again, but it's yeah. uh, I don't know. I think you should do it, Chris, not to not to just keep harping on it. I I think it's so important to, I mean, especially you're getting married, you guys are gonna have kids, you know, like. Yeah. You're going to have something that you can keep. They're going to be like, this was grandma's Leica. You know what I mean? Like, she loved it. Even if it just sits on their mantle, like, that's that's you that goes with that for years. Oh, you know?
3: now I really have to yeah. do
2: it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying. I. It was funny. <laughs> Matt and I, Matt Day and I, we were talking just the other day of like, we're really, we think we almost have Chris convinced of buying a like. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> He's like, now the next guess is getting Chris to get a Leica. And I'm like, yeah. Right. <laughs>
0: do it yeah i mean they're I
2: so pretty so. they're so it's, pretty oh
0: yeah like, they're timeless looking mm-hmm. you know,
2: don't
0: worry about any of that i thought that, true. am i incorrect you can still use the m7 even if the electronics fail as long as there's a battery in it or no
2: i don't know i you know i'm so terrible at doing research i should probably like <laughs> study on things a little bit I'm not sure. I I, I keep finding myself on these like horror story pages of the M7 and I'm like, ah, did I? That's the case with
0: any camera. Yeah. 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 Yeah, It's, it's the contacts. Like I've gone through three different G2s because I'm just so scared. Like every time I take it out, all I'm thinking is, okay, this is when it's going to stop. Yeah. So I I need to sell it. So like I'll shoot (laughs) 10 20 rolls with it and then i'm like no tomorrow's the day it's gonna break so i need to sell it and like yeah. i do that and i'm like
3: oh you're still shooting with it yeah. Two months later. <laughs> i have to buy another one so
2: oh man
3: that's too funny well yeah this has been an amazing yeah, episode this so much fun uh, thank you so much you. we love when we can just nerd out like this yeah, um really. so yes yeah, so where can everybody check out you first and foremost and then obviously we'll start from backup.
0: Right, so I only have an Instagram um, and I am at Han H A W N um, F A W N, and Restore from Backup is at Restore from Backup. <laughs> uh, we have a Facebook group, a Reddit,
1: oh.
0: a website, and whatever else Jason hasn't told us about <laughs> <laughs> on Twitter. That's what, sorry, I want to shout out Matt um, at Southboy Films because um, she's running our Twitter account. So thank you so much Nat for doing that, she's like, it sucks we kind of always forget that we have a Twitter because mm-hmm. she's doing such a great job. Oh, awesome. You know, just like handling it alone. So thank you so much. Yeah,
2: that's awesome.
3: Cool. Timothy, where are you?
2: Guys, head over to Instagram. It's at Makeups. I also make film photography related YouTube videos. Easiest way to find it. Search bar timothymakeups. You'll find a bunch of stuff there. Chris, where are you?
3: I am crispy Photo on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Uh, we have a Analog Talk Twitter, Analog Talk Pod, Analog talk talk podcast on instagram and we also have a facebook group you can join and share photos and talk to each other and all that stuff and that's it that's it cool han thank you so much again this was so fun we're glad to have you bye guys (laughs) see ya
2: First off, Chris and I would like to thank Han for coming on the show. It was great getting to know you and talk about restore from backup and your photography and all that fun stuff. I I think we had a couple good laughs and just an all around good time and nerding out with, with like-minded people is, is always fun. Thanks Han guys. That's going to take us to Patreon. Head over to patreon.com slash analog talk. We have a bunch of stuff over there already. We also release our show two days early for even a buck. You can listen to the show. And uh, we also do, you know, patreon after shows we are rolling out patreon exclusives where it's just for you guys uh we're actually going to start bringing some former guests back on for those you know have 30 minute conversations or just try to figure out some fun stuff for you guys so head over there it's patreon.com analog talk just like i said for a buck you can listen to the show two days early and uh yeah so that's going to be it for this week's episode uh thanks for listening and uh we'll see you next week with an all-new guest guys later